every time I see our faces come up in our Zoom sessions as we're getting ready to do a podcast, I just want to laugh. You just make me laugh. So in a good way, we, I hope. In a good always, way. It's always in a good way. We haven't we haven't pissed each other off at all yet. Not we yet. We haven't annoyed everyone else annoys us, but we haven't annoyed each other yet. So right. welcome. So let's talk about that. Welcome. Welcome to a couple of dusty muffins. That's us. I'm Julie Blacklow. And I'm Penny Legate. Thanks for tuning in. Man, Julie, we've touched on this subject a little bit before, but we're going to spin in a different direction yeah. today. Talking about what the fuck is going on in the world. You just wrote a really interesting Facebook post a few days ago that said, I can't sleep. I can't eat. I can't think straight. My mind's a jumble because all I can do is lie in bed and said, what the fuck is wrong with people? What what is wrong with people? I mean, where could we even start with that topic? Well, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start because, you know, People is pretty much everything that we encounter going out in the world. But for me, lately, I've been watching a little too much television and I've been focused on the commercials that are being spewed and people are producing this shit. And I can't believe what I'm seeing. And what I'm seeing is an advertisement now, a promotion for a new television show Mm -hmm. called MILF Manor. What? MILF, like M-I-L-F? M-I-L-F. And, and it I stands think I know what that means. Mothers I'd Like to Fuck. That's what that stands for. And the show is MILF Manor, about older women meeting young guys, probably young enough to be their sons. And they're promoting this on television. It's a television show. Is it a reality show? Is anything a reality show? I don't know what, what reality is anymore, to tell you the truth. It's not actors. It's There's like no such, real people. No, they're real. They're real people. Real but people. of course, they're they're doing it and likely being paid to be on TV on this ridiculous premise that a bunch of older women want to fuck younger men. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying to have a television program where you're promoting it and calling it Mothers I'd Like to Fuck Manor. I was shocked. And then there's the commercials about my personal favorite, the one about defecation, where (laughs) they tell you, you know, it should be easy to poo. That's the message. (laughs) And then I hope it is for most people, but honest honest to God, I, I don't need to see that on television. It should be easy to poo. And the other one is uh, this incredible proliferation of anti-smelling commercials where I don't want to say the product, but you've probably seen it where you can use this cream anywhere in your body and you'll never smell again. <laughs> I'm seeing that commercial on regular non-cable TV and all over cable. And what TV. did they, what do they say on this commercial? Oh, the, one you of don't want to smelly this. You don't want to smell. You don't want to smell. In fact, the, the doctor who created this cream. She's a legitimate OBGYN and she's on the show. You can see her abdomen and she's sort of saying you can use it under your boobs. You can use it since she raises her arm. You can use it on your pits. You can use it between (laughs) your butt cheeks, which she says, I'm not making this shit up. Does she actually say butt cheeks? Butt cheeks. She does. And then she she does a little demonstration where she rubs it between her hands and sort of pretends. Watching what network? It's so prevalent. You don't even have to watch much of it to see this shit. And then 
she says under arms, under boob. And then she lifts her boob up and sort of like showing you under boob and you can rub it there and you can rub it under your arms and your butt cheeks and your feet even. And then they hold up a foot like you don't know what a foot is and and you'll never, ever smell Again, I believe what I love most is you telling this story. That's what's cracking me up. And there, there's nothing good about body odor. We've probably all had it at one time or another. Then she says, and your crotch, you know, <laughs> you'll never smell again. Well, I guess that's a good thing, but... I mean, we need really, to talk about it. We need to talk detail. about it so much. I mean, it, and I'm telling you, if you just watch an hour TV on any of the channels, you'll see this commercial. Oh, these not, are like cable channels, right? Probably no, no. not just cable TV. Uh, you, you will see the lack of permission to smell again all over <laughs> regular television. The MILF Mother's I'd Like to Fuck Manor is only on cable because apparently MILF are using that acronym was a little too much for regular television. So, I mean, just what the hell is going on? Well, I know it's part of this whole big picture of what the fuck is wrong with people. People people are creating this stuff. I mean, can't we be talking about things like climbing mountains or solving the climate problem? (laughs) Oh, that? Oh, you mean the biggest? They don't care about that. The biggest? Oh, I think they care, but it's so overwhelming that it's talked about, but it's so serious that, uh, you know, it's it, frankly, it's the most important thing in the world because there will be nothing, not even smelling nicely will exist. Well, you know, I have another big aggravation too, speaking of commercials, is all the good songs that have gone to selling drugs and how they've ruined some great pop music by selling like, I'm sorry. Oh, Penny, you can't sing. I do love no, you. I, but... I can't. I'm a really good singer. Don't <laughs> but say I... that. You're hurting my feelings. No. Oh, and how about this? In the fine print at the end, you know, they show the people being all happy on swings or, you know, camping or whatever they're doing. <laughs> and then they go to the end, they go, the perineum area <laughs> that's between your genitals and your anus. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do I need whoa. to read what? that? What? Do I what? even... <laughs> I need to know. Is that is that for a drug that you take? Yeah, some drug. Oh, the drug commercials, the side effects that they list from the drug commercials. I mean, (laughs) drugs are great. Prescription (laughs) drugs help many, many people. But when you read about, be careful, you know, this these are side effects. The side effects, and they always say, and of course, death. Well, you know, that's that's always a risk, right? (laughs) I mean, no one, no one gets out alive. Do you remember there was some kind of, some kind of chips (laughs) that were invented a few years ago? This is a food that you ate. And it said, you know, you could uh, have indigestion, you could have nits or whatever. And it says you could also have a spontaneous oily discharge. It's like, (laughs) from (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's no potato chips in the world. No, no, no. No, no, no. You were going to be all angry and all I'm doing is laughing. I can't help it. (laughs) I'm not. It's not that I'm angry. I'm just appalled. And I keep thinking, thank God my mother and father aren't alive to see what's happened. The perineum. I just don't need to know that. I don't need to be told that it's easy to poo or should be because I hate shoulds anyway you know i have a thing about you should you should you shouldn't you should 
you know, sh- shitting all over ourselves. It should be easy to poo. Yes. Well, even the teddy bears on the Charmin commercials are oh, really wiping annoying. their ass. Yes. Yeah. With, wiping their butts and I saying, think that's the one this, it should be easy number two should be easy to do all right yeah that is i'm not fond of that one actually <laughs> i'm trying to think of any other there's so many there's so many annoying things why is humanity don't we care about things that are more important i mean why do we waste our time with these meaningless things like us talking about them? Uh, well, we're sitting, <laughs> excuse me i find us both guilty of the very question you ask uh-huh while we have these occasional podcasts where it's just you and me and we do have fun with it we have done some serious ones uh, some fun ones our conversation with bill marler about food safety dr loftus talking about memory we do have some serious subjects and we have more serious ones coming up, but we can be classy once in a while. Well, I, 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 maybe we're we're definitely staying away from politics because yeah. nothing drives me crazier than that. Well, I'm sure that's part of why you lie awake at night. Right. That's- right. Well, I try not to think about it when it comes to the political circus, and they're all just distasteful. Both parties. I have problems with all of them. I I put on some armor, you know, in my career. I did probably more horrendous stories than a lot of the other journalists. I had an inner armor inside myself Mm -hmm. to keep me from feeling it too much because I was seeing so much tragedy and so much pain, but I wanted to remain empathetic, but but I couldn't absorb, but so much of it. So Mm -hmm. likewise today, I try to keep that armor in place for all the crap going on in the world, which is including all the problems that you're referring to. We take it seriously. We're on the planet. We know what's at stake, but that's how I sort of keep it at bay. Now, when I lie awake at night, I guess I'm trying to think about what I can contribute to help people feel better about themselves. And that's what you and I are doing, trying to do here. So let me, let me uh, expand on that a little bit. There's a a friend who writes a weekly, like kind of a blog. And his last one was brilliant. He talks about lying in bed at night and worrying about the things that are happening, both at large in the big, in the big picture of the world, like Ukraine war and climate change and, you know, food that's not healthy, blah, blah. And then there's the smaller things that we're all dealing with on our own landscape and not necessarily smaller, but just more present to us. So he said he divided them into two different categories, which I thought was really helpful. He had situations that you can't do anything about and problems, which you can do something about. So for example, if you're lying in bed at night and you're thinking, oh my gosh, how could Putin have invaded Ukraine? and all the cruelty and suffering of the Ukrainian people, etc. Okay, that's a situation. You can't change that personally. You can't change that. Now, you can vote and you can give money and you can try to have some small effect on what's going on over there, but you personally cannot change that. That's a situation. A problem would be, I wish my partner would cook more. I'm really bummed about that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me me started on that. uh, I I would pick that one for a reason. But anyway, um, that's a problem. That's a problem that can be worked on, that could be ameliorated or, you know, solved. So, or maybe not in your case. Well, we can do takeout. Yeah, that's what we do. Right. I have a brother that I've been trying to deal with who's alcoholic. The situation is he makes bad choices. I can't change that. I've tried my best, but I can't change that situation. No matter what I've done or how I've counseled or thrown money at it or housing, whatever, 
that's a situation that I have to accept. So maybe in some way, when these troubles are dancing around in our heads at night and interfering because we don't put our body armor on, then maybe if we divide them into those two categories, it might be a little bit easier to live with. Well, in terms of getting my partner to cook, that is a problem and a situation because <laughs> I, I can't change it. So I default to making him get takeout, which which is a way to solve the problem. Yeah. Because, you know, he's just not interested in cooking. He likes to eat, but doesn't like to cook. I can live with that. But back to what the fuck is wrong with people. All I can do in terms of the commercials is turn off the TV. Yeah, which is know. probably what's keeping me up at night. Well, you were watching a lot of TV when you were homesick. So that's when yes. all this stuff just came flooding in. You don't have the TV on that much. You're busy doing stuff. You're painting and writing and, <laughs> you know, walking the dog and doing that such stuff. Yeah. But when you're inundated with it and you're sick, and as you said, it made you sicker. Yeah, it did. It realize how it... much crap there is out there. Yeah, right. Totally. And, and even worse than the commercials is watching the news, which is yeah. very difficult for us journalists who, yep. who always wanted to know what was going on. So I would like to say, I think there's a lot right with people. As we've been talking about what the fuck is wrong, I see so much goodness out there and a lot of right. And that's where I want to get my focus. What's what I want to focus on. Yeah. I think we're going to tell more of those stories. Just quickly, as we wrap up here, I was watching NBC News the other day and I saw this old man who was checking groceries at a Walmart. I want to say it's somewhere in Ohio. Sweetest little man named Butch had his little Walmart vest on. You could just die how cute he was. One of his kind of regular patrons at the Walmart came in, kind of a guy around 45, 50 years old. And he also fell in love with Butch and started talking to him. And he found out that Butch has to keep working because he doesn't have enough money to move back to Florida to be with his extended family. So this particular man, I think his name is Rory, started a GoFundMe and they raised $150,000 like in a matter of days telling Butch's story. And he, you see him get this big oversized check on the story on NBC. You can find it on NBC. It's a great story. <laughs> He's going back home. He got to quit his job and go back home. So I do believe that there is more good. Oh, yes. That's why we want everyone to keep listening to us because we want to be sure to tell those stories as well. We're telling those stories and I agree with you completely. And just the other day, I went to see a sick friend at the hospital and I went to the Starbucks inside the hospital and I wanted to buy a bottle of water and I had left my credit cards in somewhere else. Or I didn't have them with me and they don't take cash anymore. A lot of people just don't take cash. Mm -hmm. And this woman behind me stepped up and said, let me treat you. I made a new friend. Yeah, there it was. So, you know, yes, there is goodness and more goodness. We'll do another podcast on everything that is so right. I love you, Penny. I love you too. And if you're out there listening, remember you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and send us your ideas. If you know yes. of somebody who's doing something really amazingly good, whatever it might be, we'd love to hear them from you. That's us, the Dusty Muffins. We're old with big mouths. We're not ready to shut up. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye for now. Well, we can't wrap up the show without tipping our hats to production director Clem Daniels. Thanks so much, Clem, for making it sound so good. 